the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Oh, yes, it is. And today is a really fun day because we have the multi-talented Sherry Hooley (laughs) (laughs) with us. No, that is the absolute truth. She is an author. She's a mom. She's a photographer for seniors, senior pictures, and a golf coach and the wife of Bruce Hooley. (laughs) So I don't know if you've listened to the Bruce Hooley show, but it's on 98.9 and it's just, it's a great show, current events. And I bet he keeps you busy always talking about something, right? Well, we have a rule at the home that we can't talk about stuff Ah. he talks about on the radio show. So very rarely do (laughs) we talk about those type of things. He gets enough of it here. Yeah. He needs a break from all of that. He does need a break, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a pretty smart rule. Sometimes we'll go to dinner and say, we cannot talk about church tonight. That's our rule. (laughs) And then, and like 15 minutes into it, we've broken our rules. So we're like, oh, stop. <laughs> but no, that's really good. So we were talking at the on the last show about your, you've written these books for teenagers. We were talking about teenagers and some of the issues they face. You have yes. three teenagers or almost. Almost, yes. Mm-hmm. Teenage girls. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the thick of it. What do you think God is saying to teenage girls today? They are getting such a mixed signal from the world mm-hmm. that it uh, it makes it hard for them. It makes it hard for them to embrace uh, what God's made them, the beauty God's mm-hmm. given them as teenage girls. Um, to be born a woman is just a gift. Um, and, and I'm trying to help them to learn how to embrace that, mm-hmm. you know, who they are. You hear so many times in, in the world today, people say, well, you need to be who God made you be, who you are. But it seems like we change that. I'm going to, a little bit of side story here. Maybe yeah, think sure. About when I was born, I had two brothers. Okay. Okay. And so I always wanted to hang out with my brothers. And so I um, played every sport under the mm-hmm. sun. I know that as we've right. talked because I wanted to hang out with them. And I remember telling my mom once when the boys wouldn't let me play football with them, you know, like, I wish I was a boy. But the thing is, I didn't wish I was a boy. Right. I wish I could play football with the boys. <laughs> and there's such a difference between that. But if my parents had heard me say that and thought, oh, Sherry wants to be a boy, I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't have the joy I am today. I wouldn't be the complete person I am today. Um, You know, as moms, we have to encourage our children to be who God created them to be. So my parents took that and and got me into sports. You know, they didn't take that as, oh, God made a mistake. They said, oh, Sherry likes sports. And so they allowed me to play a bunch of sports. Hmm. And that helped me realize that I can be a girl. I can be feminine. Right. You know, I can even wear makeup and be beautiful, but I can still go out onto a, you know, a soccer field and rough it up. I was the only girl on the boys varsity soccer team oh, in wow, high school. So, fun. so I've messed it, you know, and, and it's been a journey. But for my daughters, that's what I want for them. I want them to be everything God created them to be as a girl, but it doesn't hold them back. Yeah. You know, so I have uh, my oldest daughter's an athlete, loves it. My middle daughter loves drama. She loves music. She loves dance. I even had to learn cheerleading to be a cheerleading coach. (laughs) And I knew nothing about it. So I would say for the girls today, they they need us Mm -hmm. to support them in their interests and also to be their um, 
their ears when the world tells them that it's not good to be a girl or um, that they are being held back because they're a girl. We need to open their eyes to what they can accomplish as women who love Mm -hmm. God. And the most important thing is they need to find the joy that's in that. Because when you're fighting against who God created you, you're just not happy. Right. And when I when I walk through the halls of the, um, even at our church sometimes, and I see the girls in our church, they look so unhappy. Mm-hmm. And just to help them to find the joy in who God created them to be. And that's that's my passion, in case you haven't oh, it's across. So, it's so important. And they, they should enjoy those years, shouldn't they? Yes, they should. But They're, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's because harder. girls are mean. I know. <laughs> that makes it even harder. How do you help? How do you help girls know how to respond to bullying? You know. So in um, in my first book, frustration, there's a bully in there, and she's always bullying this one. Um, well, basically the main character. And part of that is at the end of the book, Katie, who's the main character, she finds out why why that bully is acting the way she is. It doesn't excuse her behavior, Mm -hmm. but sometimes if we can see why and where that action comes from, it gives us a compassion for that person. So instead of saying, oh, they're hurting my feelings or, oh, they're making me feel bad about myself, we say, what would make a person say something like that? Like a normal person wouldn't be that mean. So what's going on in their life? And if we can see sometimes from their point of view, and I call it God's eyes, like God, help me to see that person the way you see them. So instead of seeing them as somebody who's running me down, someone who's being terribly mean to me, I see them as somebody who's hurting, Right. you know, somebody who, because they hurt, they think they'll feel better if they make me hurt. And it doesn't work that Mm -hmm. way, but they don't know that. So Again, that's a step towards the selflessness that the joy comes from when you're not worrying about you, but you're worrying about them. Mm-hmm. Trying to understand, I, even with forgiveness, if you mm-hmm. can understand the person that you're forgiving, yes, it it doesn't take it away, but it does. It helps. It helps. It yeah, if you help. can just see it from their perspective and. It'd be nice if they change. And sometimes, you know, the Bible says a kind word turns away wrath. And sometimes it doesn't say like one kind word, like it's a continual kind word. It's a, it's a process. So, you know, I encourage my girls, it's not always easy, but when someone's mean to you, if you can just say something kind to them, you know, when they're tearing you down, even if you say, you know, you look really nice today, or I really hope you have a good day and then leave it. You don't need to stay around bullies. It's not healthy to be around bullies, but if you can't avoid them, if you can say something nice, it kind of deflects them because usually they haven't had a lot of kindness in their lives. They haven't. Um, had people say nice things, and so it does. It won't always change their behavior, but sometimes it will make them take a step back. So almost kill them with kindness, you know? Yeah, it is, and it does work. It often will work, and when not it always, does, not <laughs> always, and when it does, what, what do they do when they've tried all of these? <laughs> tricks, Avoid them, stay tricks. away from. Them. Yeah, stay as far away as you yeah. can, because mm-hmm. there will always be people like that. And sometimes some people sadly get joy out of of making other people say, "You know what? That's the wrong word." They get um, satisfaction, mm. but those people, when you look deep inside, they're not joyful. They're mm-hmm. very unhappy people if they're really that mean. Mm-hmm. Seems to be it, it very prevalent, you know, for teens right now to get not, I mean, bullied at an extreme level. It is. And with social media, they can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. And that makes it even harder. And I do encourage my girls, too, in that regards. I I don't um, keep social media from them, but we do talk about limits on there because the bullying goes home. Because of all, do you think it's because of the comparison on social media or they just call them out or what um, do you think the I've, dangers of the social media are? It's, um, it's on at different levels. On some of it, I see people put things out there because they want people to think they have this great life. So they want you to miss out the FOMO, fear of missing out. That's, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. 
And it, they aren't always even having that much fun, but they'll make it look like that because they want people to envy them. They want people to uh, wish they were them when they know in their hearts they don't even like being them, mm-hmm. you know, but they want everybody else to want it to be them. But also some of it is more overt, you know, like um, like a, if you post a picture and someone's like, did you really think that shirt looked good on you? And it's mm. posed as a question. But it's meant to be bullying. And I find that now that girls are very sneaky. They don't come out and they say something that's mean. They'll say it in a question. Mm. You know, like, oh, why did you choose to wear that today? You Um. know, and um, it's often in a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with my girls, too, I just haven't. Well, I like it. And that's it. That's all you have to say. Oh, that's good. That's a good answer. Just answer answer their question and then move on. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that being available to them is so important just to be that comfort when they when they get home and they've had those experiences just to be right there, what's the importance of availability do you think for parents today? You know, it's funny that you said that. Um, Last night I was out in Lancaster with my oldest daughter. She had a soccer game and uh, Bruce picked up my younger two from school. So I got home a little bit after 10. It had been an early morning. It's been a a full week already so far, even though it's only Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And and my youngest daughter is like, Mom, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you all day. And I didn't pick up on that she needed to talk about a specific something. And I'm like, well, it's 11. You should have been in bed a half hour ago, so you need to yep. get ready for bed. And she kept saying that. And so finally, I, finally thank you, Jesus, for opening my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, I realized there's something going on that I need to talk to you. So, so I stopped. I had my phone in my hand at the time. I'm like, put it down, sat down. I'm like, come sit next to me. What's going on? And <laughs> funny, we're talking about bowling. She had a bully experience mm. that day. And she needed to talk it through. She needed she needed me to hear it. She needed to yeah. work it through in her mind, like how she was going to handle. She needed it before she went to bed because she had to meet that person the next day. Yeah. And so, I if I hadn't taken the time, then she would have gone to bed hurt. And I think that often is what drives the wedges between moms and daughters. Is is sometimes we forget to listen. We're busy, and we'll we'll be doing the dishes as we listen, or right. we'll be paying bills as we listen. And that's not the same as giving them our whole attention, eye to eye contact. And, mm-hmm. and before you solve the problem, listen to the problem. Like she needed to talk it through. She needed to tell me, you know, she didn't need a flippant answer. You know, like, well, mm-hmm. just be kind. Just be nice to her tomorrow and it'll go away. Like yeah, she, she didn't needed, need let's that. Let's really talk this out. She needed to talk it out. And even if that meant we talked till midnight and we're both tired, um, it made it so she could sleep. So she could get up uh, this morning and face those fears that she had. seems to me the most meaningful conversations I had when the boys were teenagers was late at night when I was like (laughs) toothpicks on my eyelids, like keep my eyes open just to, but that's when teens come alive, isn't it? It's like when they're awake, they're nocturnal. (laughs) I heard a wise person tell me once that when you have teenagers, you have to be willing to listen when they're willing to talk. So when you're in the car and you pick them up from school and you're like, hey, how was your day? And they don't want to tell you. And they're like, fine. Mm -hmm. You can't pull it out of them. You know, when they're ready to talk at midnight, that's when you have to be ready to listen. Yeah, just to drop whatever you're doing and try to dive in there with them and be on their time frame. And, you know, also they're they're real people. They may be little people yet, (laughs) but they're still people with real emotions and feelings and hurts. Absolutely. To process that with them is so important. Well, I appreciate you being here with us today. You know, this is Sherry Hooley, and she has brought her books into the studio today. I hope that you will go to Amazon and look up Sherry Hooley, S-H-E-R-I, Hooley, and check out these books for your teenagers. So important. You know, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women, and I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. We will we'll be back again soon. Thanks. 
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.